What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist. and use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and the thrivers, thrivers of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about how narcissistic parents, toxic parents or whatever, will gaslight your youth will gaslight your your memories of your childhood and things like that they will take you and make you sound like you're misremembering events and things throughout your childhood throughout your youth throughout your life even to your adulthood even this conversation right now that you're having with them you know i do i mean i do quite a few videos about narcissistic parents but i guess people be people miss them because they already ask me like can you do a video about narcissistic parents like are you new here you must be new here because I do videos all the time about narcissistic parents, toxic parents, and nobody watches them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just keeping it hot with y'all. Nobody watches them. So I just like, <clears throat> I keep putting them out, but people don't watch them. So I'm just like, okay, I, I'm going to keep doing them. You have to scroll through or just go to my channel and type in narcissistic parent, toxic parents or whatever. But yeah, this is an absolute phenomenon, y'all. And I see this a lot, um, especially when you like, this is, well, you can see it in your own life, really. Because narcissistic parents carry the shame of raising you sometimes y'all and they don't want to hear about the bad stuff that you went through because that reflects badly upon them let's just keep it hot the stuff that the stuff that happened to you in your youth in your childhood reflect reflects badly upon that narcissistic parent if you were traumatized if you went through something that reflects badly upon them you mean if they couldn't if they couldn't give you what you needed as a child if they you know were neglectful to you and things like that that reflects badly upon them and it brings shame to them. So they want to avoid the shame. You mean, so if you try to bring up, if you try, if you try to have a, like as an adult or as a teenager, whenever you, whenever you're trying to have this conversation with a, when with a toxic parent, they're going to try to gaslight you into saying that, Hey, you're, you remembering that wrong. Your reality is not what quite what it seems. You are crazy. They might call you crazy. <laughs> Imagine your parent calling you crazy. It happens. I promise you. They will absolutely call you crazy. They will mess with you and things like that. It does happen. So be, believe me when I say that. Um, but yeah, a lot of narcissists and toxic parents will absolutely do that. Do that. They embarrassed. Oh, they embarrassed. I'm a narcissist. Like, I feel like a lot of people see these toxic boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives and things like that. Toxic best friends or whatever. They have kids, y'all. Or you know they have kids and sometimes they they are adults and things like that. So you you get these kids that grow up. These, these kids that grow up in these toxic households and they become toxic parents themselves sometimes. And I was saying that shame, y'all, it builds up in that narcissistic person. I'm a narcissist. You know, I'm, a, I'm diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. And I get a lot of shame for sometimes, like, when I think about how I used to treat my kids and my wife and stuff like that. I don't want to deal with it. So I try to, sometimes I try to gaslight myself and, hey, you, you remember that wrong. This is what actually happened right here, Lee. This is not what happened. You remember that wrong. And my mind will convince me of a better of a better way to remember that my mind will actually just do these mental gymnastics to convince myself that that's not true that the truth is not true the narcissistic people are not only gaslighting you they're gaslighting themselves too sometimes because those memories that you have in your childhood that you just cannot you cannot shake and that traumatize you they have those same memories but they're going to remember them in a way that benefits them to avoid that shame and stuff like that you mean so a lot of times when you try to have these conversations with these, these your toxic parent or whatever they don't want to, they might not even talk about it. 
you try to, unless you catch them off guard, they might not want to talk about it, especially if it's over the phone. They might hang up on you. If it's in person, they might just give you the silent treatment. They might shut down. They might not try to gaslight you, y'all. They might just shut down, you know, and try to make you feel sorry for it. Look, sometimes they'll try to make, they'll shut down. Sometimes they'll rage out on you. Sometimes they'll, you know, give you silent treatment, stonewall you. Sometimes they'll hang up on you. And sometimes, y'all, they'll just play the, they'll try to uh, have a pity party with, you know, little confetti and hats. You know, they'll have the, those ha- the little confetti hats and the little, little streamers, like, they're blowing to them. You mean, happy, pretty, happy pity party. And they'll just say, I did my best. Hey, I did the best I could do. That's the phrase you'll hear from a lot of toxic parents right there. I did the best that I could do. You hear that from, well, I'm, I'm just telling y'all, you will absolutely hear that from a lot of toxic parents. They'll just, they will absolutely tell you, hey, look, I did the best that I could do with you. Sorry, sorry you took it the wrong way, but like everybody doesn't have the stuff that you have to nowadays. I did the best that I could do. And they'll make, they, they'll try to make you feel like you're ungrateful for them for having them as a parent. They'll try to make you feel like you're ungrateful for having them as a parent. You see what I'm saying? They'll make you feel like you are actually the problem, like you are actually the issue in these situations. They absolutely will, y'all. I think a lot of people get it confused. Like, <clears throat> that these toxic parents, they don't, just like toxic husbands and wives and toxic boyfriends and girlfriends, your toxic mama, your toxic daddy does not want to take accountability either. Toxic parents avoid accountability, so they will try to gaslight you into saying, hey, it didn't happen that way. You didn't get your your uncle or your cousin didn't mess with you, your whatever or your your auntie didn't mess with you. You didn't used to get whooped. You mean, or if you did get whooped, you got whooped for a reason because you was a badass little kid. You see what I'm saying? They will flip it and blame you for the stuff that they do to you, y'all. As a child, as a five, six, seven year old child, they will flip it onto you to make you feel like it's your fault you got beat, it's your fault you got traumatized, it's your fault this happened to you. The same rules apply. From toxic relationship, intimate relationships to parenting relationships, y'all. The same rules apply, just the dynamic changes because you know there's no the, the intimacy is different, the affection is different. You see what I'm saying? Your toxic parent, your toxic mom does not want to take accountability for what they what she put you through. Your toxic father does not want to take accountability for what they put you through. So they'll convince you that it's either your fault, it didn't happen that way, or they'll just say, Hey, I did the best that I could do and make you feel guilty for trying to question how they raised you. I'm just telling you, this, this is these are true. These are factual. These are factual stuff right here. You mean these are these are factual things? <laughs> these are factual stuff. What does David even mean? What I just say? You see, but that's how it goes, y'all. Because if you're dealing with a narcissist, if you grew up in a narcissistic household or to, with toxic parents or toxic parent, this is how you. This is how it happens. Because you try to have that conversation with them, you try to have a clarity conversation. You want you want to bring some clarity into your life and just understand, or you want to just want to hold your mom or dad accountable, and they don't want to hear it. And if I tell sometimes I don't I don't tell people to cut their parents off. Y'all. I get people in my comment section, well Lee, you gotta stop and it'd be it'd be old it'd be toxic ass parents in my comment section. The the, the, the the toxic parents cannot resist coming into my comment section trying to correct me and make make me feel like I'm I'm saying the wrong thing to people. You know, this oh this is the page where the narcissistic kids cut off their parents. You tell people to cut off their parents. Like, no, you tell them yourself. One woman said that she her 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 daughter cut her off because she loved her daughter too much. My daughter cut me out because I just loved her too much. I'm like, what? Huh? I'm telling y'all, toxic parents, I'm just telling y'all, telling themselves all the time. Try to hold them accountable. They'll blame you. They'll minimize what they did to you. They'll make you feel like you're misremembering it. They do not want to take accountability just like toxic boyfriends, just like toxic girlfriends. This is not just nothing new, y'all. This is something that's been going on for a long time. 
And guess what happens, y'all? You don't just have toxic parents. You have toxic grandparents. They do the same thing to your mom and daddy. You have toxic great-grandparents. They're still alive. You know, you got uh, uh, Mama Coco. <laughs> yeah. Mama Coco. You see what I'm saying? Toxic grandparents. Like, look at the toxic grand... Um, the movie Encanto. I don't know if y'all seen Encanto. If you haven't seen Encanto, this is the end of the video for you. You know, <laughs> but if you have seen Encanto, the grandmama, in, yeah, she went through some trauma, but the grandma in that movie, the abuela, um, she was toxic. You see what I'm saying? She was super toxic. And at the end, when um, Maribel had that conversation with her, she's like, hey, this is why I did what I did. She used to just say, hey, we're I'm protecting the family. I'm doing what I do for the family. But then at the end, she's like, look, this is what really happened. She told the truth, but my trauma is deeper than y'all think it is. I'm sorry. She actually gave it a, a genuine apology. Her kid, one of her kids right now, Bruno ran off because he got tired of his toxic, his toxic mama. You know what I mean? Everybody else was walking on eggshells throughout the house. You want to see a toxic family dynamic? A toxic grandma? Toxic mom? Go watch Encanto and watch the boiler. Yeah, she's a good woman in the end. And yeah, she's doing what she can for her family. She's doing her, she, she's doing her best. You see what I'm saying? See how that works? She's doing her best in these situations. But again, sometimes your best, sometimes doing your best can be traumatizing, y'all. It just absolutely can. This is These are just facts again. Your best can absolutely be traumatizing to other people. People, you know, perception is everything. Just like your toxic mom or toxic dad or whatever tries to convince you that your childhood didn't go the way it went, that you know it went, <laughs> that's what they'll do to you, y'all. They want to avoid accountability. They don't want to hold that accountability in. They don't want it. It hurt. Accountability hurts, y'all, because accountability leads to shame. Ugh. And shame, I don't believe everybody feels shame. There's no excuse. I wish I could, I wish I could, y'all just, I wish I could just uh, let y'all go through my mind for an hour. Not even for a day. You don't need a day. You don't you need an hour. You need about 30 minutes in my mind to just be like, damn, let me out of here. <laughs> hey, Lee, I'm done. Hey, bro, I'm good. Let me on up out of here. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. But anyway, y'all, I'm going to cut this thing short. Like and subscribe for more uh, 101s at mentalhillness.net. Thank you for tuning in. Mental Hillness.